You ever gone to a meeting where someone allegedly would train you to be part of some big thing, big event, whatever, only to waste your time with stuff they could have easily communicated to you by email? The truth is, your time is worth something, and so is every volunteer's time. That's why in today's episode, we're going to continue our discussion of how to conduct a successful church leadership training, meeting, an event that values people's time and that they actually want to be part of. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. So I was at this meeting the other day with a bunch of pastors and I look around the room and what did I see? I saw a bunch of people with their heads down looking at their phones. And I thought to myself, why are these people even at this meeting right now? Have you ever seen something like that? I mean, the fact is it happens more times than we'd like. Come on, they're taking notes. Well, you would think that they're taking notes <laughs> and some might give some the benefit of the doubt, but we know that some were checking Facebook, some were looking at the sports scores. You wouldn't do that. Some were reading the news, <laughs> maybe guilty of that. Yes, I'm, I would possibly be guilty. Because that's that's what happens when a meeting is not engaging. And we're talking about church leadership trainings in this episode today, and we covered that in the previous episode. And we want to look specifically at 14 total church leadership training ideas to help you as you train the people in your church how to make them uh, the best they can possibly be. And in the previous episode, we covered five that I want to just recap with you. And if you haven't listened to that episode, it's episode number nine. Be sure to check that one out. But you tell people what you're going to talk about. Second thing you do is you describe what you want people to take away from the meeting. The third thing is you want to review what you talked about at the end of your meeting. So those are kind of the big overview. Then you get into the details. You want to explain visuals before you show visuals and you want to have food at your training. So those are some practical tips and we're going to continue with more practical tips today. And a lot of the things we're going to cover today, Dick, are really in, about engaging. Yeah. And you know, so that you don't have this meeting where everyone's looking down at their phone. Right. Instead, you have people that are making eye contact, they're engaged, they're, they're, um, they're enjoying their time at the training. And that's something that I think everyone listening, hopefully, or watching wants to do for their training events is they want them to be engaging. So let's talk about that. How, how can we make these things engaging? Well, the very first thing to do is to keep it simple. I mean, there's no need at all to take something that's simple and try to make it complex. Sure. I mean, people aren't stupid. They, they know <laughs> if it's a simple task or a simple piece of training and ministry, mm-hmm. communicate it simple. Now, if it's complex or has some complexity to it, it's your role as a leader to help, help make that complex thing feel more simple. Because you have to have people understanding what you're doing. So simple, keep it simple. If it's complex, help it feel simple. Yeah, make it simple. You bet. Yeah. Second. Good. Okay, second thing is to role play as much as you can. One of the cool things about meetings in person is the ability to role play. And we don't often think about that in church leadership meetings. At least I, I don't know that people do this. But I think if you can, it's important to. Because it gives people a visual for what you're talking about. And so... Um, whether you're whether you're doing dealing with a specific type of training of a of a specific ministry or whether it's just kind of broad strokes overall, anytime you can get people up there together, maybe two three people say, "Hey, I need a few volunteers. Get them up." It does a few things. One, the the simple fact of asking people to stand up for those people it causes them to stand up and 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 it kind of reengages their energy. But even those that are watching and listening. 
it, it just the simple change of, of something you're doing, whether they're listening to this mundane talking and all of a sudden it's like, okay, we need volunteers. Then it kind of, everyone's like, oh, okay. And it kind of re-centers exactly. people. Exactly. And so even if the role playing, now hopefully it's fun, hopefully it's helpful, but even if it doesn't really do that much, simply doing it causes everyone to kind of re-engage. Yeah, exactly. And that's something I think that's really important. You know, one of the things, uh, the third thing I want to throw by uh, today is uh, to do pop quizzes. <laughs> Some of you going, oh, pop quizzes. I hated those in school, pop quizzes. Yeah. And I'm not talking about something that's serious in the sense of, uh, you know, they're you know they're going to keep their membership at the church or not. Whether <laughs> I'm talking about just do something fun, surprise them. So just as the role-playing pops energy into the meeting, yeah. into the training, so does a pop quiz. Yeah. And a pop quiz is maybe five things, um, four of which are things that you've covered that you wanted them to, to, to get and make sure, by the way, ahead of time, that they've got plenty of paper and pencil handy. Uh, so they write down their answers. Maybe the fifth thing is something goofy like yeah. Who's, whose birthday is closer today, yours or mine? You know, And they, of course, they don't know yours, and so they're going to guess, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then when, once you do it, then have some little cheesy uh, prizes to give away. You know, Give away a bag, bag of microwave popcorns. Give away some candy bars. Give yeah. away some M&Ms. Maybe everybody gets some M&Ms because they took the quiz. The whole point is you might even throw in a few $5 gift cards. Oh, to Starbucks now, we're too. now we're talking. Now so, we're talking. But the point is the pop quiz will help reinforce those three or four things that you really yes. wanted them to remember. And then it 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 does the the energizing for the room. Oh, no, what I love about that is it's it's subtle. You're yeah. you're you're subtly wanting to reemphasize or overemphasize certain points that are really the the key takeaways. I yeah. mean, if you boiled it down to your your training to like four key, key takeaways, yeah. those are the pop those quiz are, questions. Exactly. And and then you make it fun yeah. with you know candy or and somebody's you know, a, somebody's a winner. Some, a couple two or three people are winners. Yeah, yeah. Or you do it as a table or yeah, whatever. Exactly. And yeah, there's so many different ways you can do that. But that yeah, it's a good creative idea. Give us another one. All Jonathan. right, number four. Be interactive with those that you're training. Now, what I mean by that is simply not just in the role playing side of things, but really just even as you're training overall. Um, you know, if you have people sitting in rows, or if you have people people sitting at tables in round tables or something like that, whatever whatever the context looks like, whenever you can be interacting with them, that helps keep people engaged. You know, you may say, "Hey, Bob," uh, you know, you know, ask them a question, and and it could be a fun thing, just like you're kind of just joking around, or it could be a serious moment, like, "Hey, Sue, I saw you do this," and when you were uh, out at the greeting at the uh, hospital at the uh, front doors or whatever, yeah. and, and man, I really appreciated how you did. And so you're you're just interacting with people. When you interact with people like that, it helps them to stay engaged and and to stay in tune with with what you're seeing, and it keeps them feeling like they're a part of this. It's not just you up there speaking and everyone's just the listener. There's more interaction happening that helps people just feel a part of this bigger thing, this mission called the church and reaching your community. And so, um, you know, you just want to interact with people as much as you can, yeah. as best as you can. Exactly. Yep. You know, I'm going to insert something here that's not a part of our notes when you just referenced, you know, with people sitting at tables and so on. Yeah. The, the more you can set your room up in a way that has round tables. Now, yeah. if you don't have round tables, fine, but you want people sitting around things as opposed to a lecture room feeling. Yes. You're gonna get a better response from people if yep. they can look. You'll notice Jonathan and I are sitting here at an angle 
Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, if, if a table was filled with uh, a couple, two or three other people, it, we would be in a round. Yeah. You'll find better training happening if you'll set that up. Not part of our notes here, but just That's a little, little bonus. A little bonus for you. That's four bonus. point B. Four, that's right. <laughs> the fifth point is say questions twice before giving the answer publicly. Now, you've watched people do this, and uh, sometimes you say, why, why are they doing that? You know, so, okay, so what's the point of why we're doing X, Y, Z? So, okay, here it is. So what's the point of why we're doing X, Y, Z? Well, the point is, and then you give the answer. If you'll repeat the question, uh, you do a couple things. One, you reinforce the importance of what the question is, and then you give people chance to think yes. uh, for answers. Because if you're literally asking the group, here Bob responds over here, Mary responds over here, you give them a chance to think and respond in that way. Yeah, and not everyone is a quick start. Exactly. You know, not everyone just immediately can think. Yeah, I'm not. So it takes me time to think about. Okay, the question is this, and I just need to process first. When some people they are man they can just fire off the answer immediately. I fire off the answer whether I know. Or yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's right. Might even be on a completely different subject. That's right. That's right. But I'm good at that. So, <laughs> yeah, but the whole point is you'll help people and reinforce what you want to have done. So, Jonathan, give us a recap. We've done those five. Uh, yeah, let's recap plus the extra there. Let's so. recap these five plus the bonus one from Dick here. That so we had to keep it simple. Uh, role play as much as possible. Number three, do pop quizzes. Number four, be interactive with those you're training. And what was part B? Well, uh, was, make uh, it a, make it a make round it table, a, round a table more interactive yeah, yeah. setting. And then number five is say questions twice before giving the answer publicly. Now, all of these are designed to give you church leadership training ideas. So when you're in this training, you're able to just give them some, you're, you're, you're just taking these nuggets and thoughts of how can I make a church leadership training um, could be specific ministry training, whatever kind of training you're doing. How can I make these uh, this environment and atmosphere uh, helpful, the best it can be, engaging, especially as some of the stuff that we covered today. Exactly, exactly. These, uh, th- this is the middle episode of the three part series on uh, these training tips, these training yes. ideas. So be sure if you didn't watch episode nine yep. that you go back and take a look at that um, and uh, stay tuned for episode 11 coming up uh, on the next uh, next go around. So we really have appreciated having you here. I think this has been some great content. We hope you found it valuable. Anything to add to this, John? Yeah, I just would encourage you, if you haven't yet taken the five-day leadership challenge, we want to encourage you to do so. Yes. This is a way for you to invest in yourself personally uh, on the different areas of leadership over five days for 15 minutes a day. And in doing so, it's going to help you lead better and uh, really make your church be all that it can be or your ministry that you lead, all that you can be. And it's, it's free to you. Yep. Absolutely. So you go to leaders.church slash challenge, and that's where you can sign up and get started today. You could sign up today, and today would be day one for you of exactly. the five days, and you'll be off and running. Also want to make sure if you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to subscribe on whatever channel you're watching or listening this to, whether it be YouTube or whether it be one of the podcast platforms. We want to make sure that you subscribe so that way you can get notified of all of the new content that's coming out. And uh, we just are thankful that you joined us today. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Until then, be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here, real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? 
In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.